Welcome to Probing Gaia, where Steve and Joey are bending over, opening their third eye, and allowing the light of the Gaia Network's consciousness-based content to fill them completely, changing them from the inside out and flowing onto you. Today, we are probing into David Wilcox's YouTube channel, where he did a recent live stream after almost two years of silence discussing crop circle prophecies, 31,680, and the new Jerusalem. As I said, I'm over a million dollars in debt, and... Well, and a new drop for us to keep we'll here. To fix it in post. <laughs> These are the vagaries of live streaming, folks. It happens. <laughs> this right out the gate was insane. <laughs> yeah. Those would be good to separate, too. We could have, well, I'll fix that post and then just the. Yeah. <laughs> the vagaries. The vagaries. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was even one or two other ones I was tempted, but yeah, I'll have to go back and like really. I'm shocked you didn't do the burp one. I was like, oh, Steve's definitely going to record when he's like, hey, caught me in a burp on camera. I don't usually (laughs) like to let the viewers see that or the audience see it. This thing was two hours long that I was just like, because when did that burp happen? Because it sounds familiar, but I also don't remember it. Like 10 minutes or so. Oh, it was? Okay. Like he he basically came back from fixing his sound after the vagaries thing. Okay. like looked at the chat and everyone was like, no, no, it's because, you know, the chat's delayed. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, okay. And then the camera started like his seven cameras started flashing around him. And he's like, like he just had like a gross, like, <laughs> you know, try to catch a cough, you know, like, or act like yeah, a choke cough. it back a little. Yeah. And, uh, try to catch a cough. Um, and, <laughs> catch a uh, cough, catch a cough. yeah, a lot of his, a lot of his usual little asides where he's explaining away any mistake that could even be perceived that he could make. <laughs> right. As weakness. Yeah. <laughs> um, um Go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, well, no, it's just insane because I mean, not to jump ahead too much, but yeah, he's just like by himself producing everything. So running the audio lines, multiple cameras, like you can then see his computer because he's just like flicking and like, but then he turns the camera. So it's like, okay, turn your camera too. And he like turns it and like, oh, now you can see me over here. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> insanity. He, when he's reading, the last like five minutes are a global peace meditation. <laughs> or, or as he calls it, accessing global peace meditation technology. Uh, and he, yeah, he's doing crossfades of the camera. So one oh, God. Yeah. No, transition. Tim and, Eric. and he's constantly doing like a little like look at him because he's reading. He's doing this meditation yeah. that is, I guess, well written for what it is. Right. He is because uh, I was doing. Uh, you know, still, still touching up this bookcase. So I was doing a, a final coat of paint on the, uh, the baseboard and some caulking and stuff like that while I was listening and watching and, uh, I was finishing up and I, I caught him just like sneaking little peeks over all the time as he was reading right. this thing out. Um, and also moving the mouse because he's reading it off his PowerPoint presentation and stuff. Right. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, this was, this shit was fucking bonkers like there is so much to talk about here um and i mean it, it is the same same will and patterns that we know and love but i mean right it's, it's like he's he's more for the first time he's actually kind of like focused even though even though it's hard to follow many times which is that's part of his whole pattern uh is to 
like Billy Carson or all kind of charlatans to throw so much accurate sounding or scientific yeah, so confidently spoken that that you can't keep up but you're like oh man this guy's smart that's all that's yeah. all he wants to be a human being. oh man he's smarter than me and that's why i look to him to make all of these connections because i can't i can't right. handle this much much information but um but yeah it was uh it was good to see uh old davy again because as he kept saying many times he has spent the last two years only writing his uh michael prophecies series his five books uh, which I've gotten the emails about many times, and uh, I feel they're spam, they're, right? Or you unspam them? Uh, well, I always check my spam to make sure that he doesn't go, but he still it always ends up there. But um, but I think because a lot of his shits is all of his emails are so long that I think that there's no way for today's average spam filter to like like when there is so much text and multimedia and links in an email. I think there's no way for Outlook or Gmail to be like, this can't this be is safe. Yeah. Kind of legit, you know, <laughs> but it, but I mean, it's legit in terms of his stuff. Cause it's just like linking back to his site, linking to the quote unquote, like research that he's doing or did or whatever. But, but yeah, he's been gone uh, out of the, the limelight for two years, which is crazy. Cause I think the last thing we covered of him was, um, that COVID stream, like, like pretty soon after lockdown happened, because he was saying like the last record I did, so I assumed it was like a couple of weeks ago. Because he was like, "Oh yeah, I talked too much about the product and selling products." Um, he did. He did. So tech, that's why I, I kind of couldn't okay. say it in the intro. He did a record one week ago, but it was all a global peace meditation. Mm. I'm sure he said some stuff in there, but when I look, because I was like, "Oh, he's done two videos now. Which one should we do?" As whatever, right, right. And uh, and I was looking through, and I scrubbed through it, and it's mostly meditation stuff. Okay. And so, uh, he also said, uh, he was very, he says it many times in this, that he was very shaken up last time. And he got a lot of like negative negative. back because somebody had yelled at him on the street. No. Well, that was different. Cause yeah, someone yelled at him on the street, like I think recently or that day. Yeah. Something weird. But then he also had negative feedback cause he was apparently hard selling some service oh, yes exactly. he's like sorry i won't try and push the product yes yeah, this yeah. is it but you know i won't push the product because and then that's where the million dollars in debt because <laughs> he was he was yeah because he was pushing his book the whole time uh right on the other one but he's also pushing it with this one too <laughs> but uh he uh but that one yeah i thought wouldn't have been nearly as interesting yeah. to cover because this was this was a classic wilcock live stream in his, in his post gaia livelihood right 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 um, right which I think was 2018 or 17 when he post divorce. Yes. <laughs> as well, he married, we lasted as long as we could with all of yeah. the activity being. Imp- yeah. Implying that the government and whatever shadow organizations made his life so miserable Got that it. he then and, had to get divorced. And now, yeah, yeah, of course it was the, it was the powers that be that forced them apart. Uh, he also, he, I don't know if you caught it, but he, at the, towards the end, he now was like completely flip flopping as he does a billion times in this on his own shit, completely flip flopping um, by saying that a, most of the government, well, certain government intelligence organizations are actually rebelling against the cabal and they're on the side right. of good and they want to. So it's like, oh, so now you're trying to get in good with, I don't know, the fucking CIA or NSA um, or something, yeah. because maybe maybe he does have like uh, some stake in some somewhere or something, but uh, he probably has some minority share that he paid into with his parents' money or something. Right. Uh, also important to remember that he ha- probably has a massive Hollywood safety net. Uh, 
Oh yeah. I mean, the, don't if, let, don't let if him say, I'm not ruined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm like, Oh, he's coming in some LA giant mansion. I'm sure recording this. So yeah, I don't think he's, if push came to shove, he could sell stuff and be fine. You had enough money to do nothing for two years, but write. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now you're banking everything on these books. Hover cars. These, these books, by <laughs> these books, by the way, are all about him re-examining prophecies that he wrote down in the night. Oh, right. Like 1997. So like 26 fucking years ago. Uh, and yeah, he says he wrote them down anyway. But again, like the well, let's let's get the. I was going to say uh, let's keeping uh, out the, of the way and then right get into it. But uh, was it bookkeeping? What is it? House house housekeeping housekeeping. <laughs> uh, I was tempted to to joke and keep the. I push the product too much for like when we push like our Patreon and, and oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I push the product too much. <laughs> There's just a ton of drops in here. I'm going to have to go oh, back God. and really oh. get. Oh, and his face and his hair and everything. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we are recording live here at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens, just like we do every Monday night around 7 p.m. Pacific time, a little later tonight. Uh, but uh, and we it is technically still every week, even though this show is every other week. And then we do No Guts, No Glory uh, uh, every week that isn't this show. I don't know how to say it. Every alternating week. <laughs> uh, so every two weeks, this show, every other two weeks. No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast, our new show, uh, which is doing pretty well. Very different than this show. Um, but I will give um, Josh Zimmer, who is a longtime fan of this show and Probing Ancient Aliens, obviously, but uh, saying that uh, uh, the the No Guts, No Glory show is great and got him into, he's like, he never really heard of it, never read mm. manga before, but he started reading it and he's loving it. it says we're doing a great job and to keep doing there it. There we go. Nice little crossover shout out there. But um, uh, but yeah, we stream No Guts, No Glory uh, on this very same Twitch channel, even though the podcast is on its own podcast feed on your favorite podcast services. So um, you can support the show at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens for two exclusive podcasts every month for only in the $5 tier or higher. We do Adventurous Ghosts and Probing Deeper, uh, two full podcasts, the only extra content on our patreon our full podcast which is what i like out of my patreons as well i don't like when there's a billion posts um just little weird things yeah i love i love the penny roll guys but um uh they most of their posts are not which is i mean it's cool because it's like doing all their research or here's here's a book club or all this stuff or whatever too but it's like i just want the link to the live stream or the extra bonus shows or something like that yeah but um but anyway, um, but yeah, we have that's Adventurous Ghosts is our Ghost Adventures podcast and Probing Deeper is where we probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects. Basically, that's like our whatever we want um, show at this point. Yeah. And, uh, and as I said before, listen to our other podcast, No Guts, No Gory, the Berserk podcast on your favorite podcast service. Uh, similar vibe, but very um, different subject matter uh, because it is about the Japanese comic, uh, a.k.a. a manga. Uh, called berserk that's been going on since the 80s dark fantasy story um and uh uh our buddy ryan from my martial arts group is the third co-host on that show because he is he is a uh a functional weeb he can live in the real world but also uh only play a honkai star rail and uh (laughs) 
is growing his hair out because he wants to look like a samurai. So, see, um, but um, yeah, have, have, there's heaven over at blackholesupplycompany.com. <laughs> <laughs> Angelic deals are gracing your no, uh, oh, blackholesupplycompany.com for probing ancient aliens merch, disc golf discs, and disc golf apparel with exclusive art by our friends. And now that physical location inside Cape and Cow Collectibles at 9525 Garfield Avenue, Suite C2 in Fountain Valley, California. Uh, visit us just like our Australian fan listened to us. Yes. <laughs> We're halfway <laughs> around the world uh, to uh, purely by happenstance meet Steve as yeah. dropping Total lush of the draw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, next time. Uh, and fuck, I can't remember his name. It was on the tip of my tongue too. I saw it earlier today. Uh, next time, if you're coming back out to the States, just send us a DM like a week in advance so we can oh, be he has here a weird you know? name if it's backwards. Cause he would, was joking how he liked when we did Harris and, oh, and yeah. Torellin and stuff, but his name was like Naya or Nate. So was it like Ryan or Brian or, Oh, got it. God, um, now I can't remember. But I remember he said that when I met I him in the store, he or she always comes up on like who to follow or whatever, or follow back or, you know, stuff like that. Um, Cause they, uh, find it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're traveling from far away, which we appreciate, uh, give us a DM. We would have happily, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I made think sure I, someone was there. Yeah, I live like less than a couple miles, uh, from the shop and, yeah. uh, could, have could have zipped over there, but, um, either way, we appreciate the support. Just feel bad that, you flew from Australia and <laughs> didn't get the full experience. <laughs> but uh, like, I feel like we would like set up time to like, at least go get a beer or something with the guy. <laughs> right. Right. Go meet in America. Yeah. But anyway, Oh uh, no, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't drink. We talked about that, but uh, anyways, we'll now to, we're delving too much. Go to Jenny rackets and get a, a yeah. soda pop. A couple shakes cola with cherry syrup in it. Um, yeah. We have a segment called reaching for the stars where we ask you a little pro astronauts out there to go on your favorite podcast service and give us those, five star ratings which you can do on spotify too spotify has the the q a section which acts as its reviews but it also has those star ratings so uh keep it going everyone we don't have any new reviews as far as i can see the only them. one i think we didn't read a while ago was a cast box one. Oh, okay um that i saw now bring it back up it's uh so this is from 918 so it's like i'm glad to hear that everything went well for the wife of joey and this is rain beardsley oh yeah yeah that's uh that is a, a new new ish super fan uh, okay follows us on twitter sends us stuff um and uh uh yeah talks talks to us uh on our account quite a bit i don't always get a chance to write back because of uh school internship and recording but uh thank you rain appreciate it um let's see what is our star rating what is I think our we're up to like three seven or nine on uh on spotify no on um apple itunes which we were down to like the three low threes oh, for okay. a while uh, uh even though the last couple have only been one stars maybe two yes <laughs> I think there's been a few five punches, but um, yeah, get those fives back in and flowing if you can. Let's see. I'm out. Oh, we have 73 star ratings on Spotify, and we're at a 4.3 star. Oh, five. That's there it is. Thank you for who get them haters out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quit drinking. Put down your cup of haterade, and 
Oh, I lost my notes. Me notes. Um, there it is. Um, oh god, oh god, I'm having window problems. Dude. Oh shit! Oh shit! There we go. We'll have to fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> These are the vagaries of live streaming, folks. It happens. <laughs> oh, um, the news, which he doesn't fix anything in post. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a live stream. <laughs> it's all blown out. Yeah. Even the very end of the video. I want to thank everyone uh, for being. And then it just. Yeah. Cuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you did all that fucking work to have this yeah. whole studio set up and. Can't even cut it right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not even a fade to black, which is like stock in a, an iMovie on your phone or something. Yeah. But, um, I feel like there is news and I had news. But I don't remember um, any major news in the world of consciousness. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything with like the eclipse. Like no one had predictions, right, of anything weird happening or UFO sightings during that. Plus, that's more for um, no guts, no glory for the Berserk show too. Well, but, a uh, true eclipse, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, from a spacey, yeah, vibe. Uh, nothing here. Um, I guess I get the the news I have been seeing recently is. Uh, you know, all from the, not directly from, but like relating to the Anthony peak verse. Um, and, uh, lots of like, you know, the, I fucking love science page or other, um, you know, social media science, uh, uh, accounts sharing a lot of quantum physics, um, science where scientists are now continually proving and understanding that, uh, everything is made of information <laughs> like that. Right. Uh, and that the holographic principle, again, not that we are plugged into a machine like in the matrix, but that um, the outer existence that we see with our eyes and our experience with our senses doesn't exist in the way that our eyes and senses experience it. It's, it is projected. It is, it is, it is um, converted into, you know, the inform the raw information which may make up all of the dark energy and dar- uh, the dark energy specifically uh, in the universe. That might be what the dark energy is. Um, again, you guys can go listen to our last episode where we talked all about this stuff. Uh, See. It was the mystery teachings episode from two weeks ago, but um, uh, that the information that is out there is interpreted by our consciousness and our senses and converted to what we see here, meaning it nothing is actually what we see it as. It is all a yeah. hologram is also almost like saying it's an interpretation, right? Yeah, it's all your brain processing, right? Like everything and I've always thought of that even since I was a kid. I'm like, how do I know what I see is what everyone else sees? Because you're just seeing light reflect off something, which exactly. is just super ancient philosophical ideas, anyways, but just proving out that. Yeah, because even in my philosophy class, they're like, if you can prove reality's happening, you'll be a rock star billionaire. Mm-hmm. Like, you cannot prove that the past happened, the future happened. Right. You can only prove that now in your own existence it's happening. Yes. But you just can't anywhere else. Because imagine, a ro- like, you know, AI robots that get turned on, and there's been movies about this, right? Where they're like, oh, you're a robot. And they're like, oh, but I have exactly. memories and I did all this and that. And it's like, well, no, you didn't. That was someone else. And then your reality is just now. Hey, 
if that AI robot isn't real, how can you explain him no now knowing why John Connor cries, but also right. understanding the paradox that because he's an AI robot, it's something he can't ever really do. Or right, right. right. <laughs> Coming to, to terms. Uh but uh but yeah, it's it's um there is only the ever present now. Um and again, you can listen to our last episode, but for one easy analogy, playing a video game, I mean you could just say the matrix too, but playing a video game, right? The actual data that makes up the video game doesn't look like the video game. <laughs> it right. looks like a bunch of ones and zeros and code and things like that too. Um, and then, so then people are saying, well, our DNA as these little information structures have the, are pulling that information into existence through the microtubules in our brain, which are small enough. They're like, they're like the smallest organs in our body that can interact with quantum subatomic particles. So, well, yeah. And it's just like blueprints, right? It's like a blueprint is a paper of how to build something. Right. And then you use that to build it. Exactly. Right. So it's like. Oh, it's a skyscraper, but on this paper, it's just this flat 2D exactly. thing with lines where your DNA is like, okay, this is just how you build the person. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's that's been kind of in the news, which is cool uh, in the sense that, um, I mean, again, weird, call it a coincidence or whatever, but it is interesting that um, since going to contact in the desert and having contact in the desert be so different, um, and, and I will, I will say like, uh, Anthony peak himself is like, he's like me and guys like Andrew Gallimore. Um, I think he's at a conference in, Sh- in Shibuya, right? Now. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Spent a lot of time around the crosswalk there. Uh, <laughs> but man never uh, wears pants. It's weird. <laughs> um, they, they are very different people than they usually have at that conference, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was cool that, that we were there. And again, in a post COVID, it just shows how also how, how paradigm shifting COVID and lockdown and all this was for the world and for everyone's, um, existential thought or, or a lack thereof now becoming, um, you know, there, there's, there's so many millions more people that are now thinking more existentially as we all went through this strange, weird crisis together, you know? So, right. um, but um, yeah, we have a little segment here called "How You Doing, Steve? How You Doing, Joey? How You Doing, Steve?" Juno Kitty. Uh, yeah, let's see. Just been kind of out and about. Uh, did a little disc golfing. Not over the weekend. I think it was just Friday or Thursday. I don't know. Anyways, trying to keep up with that. We got a big tournament coming up here the first weekend of November. Uh, and then nothing too crazy. We, we watched a movie on Netflix called synchronic. I think it's called synchronic. It's with the guy who plays the Falcon. Mm. Um, but it's really good because it's basically about a guy. I don't want to spoil too much, but just weird things happening with a drug. That's very legal. That's similar to an ayahuasca. Oh, interesting. Um, and and like affecting his pineal gland. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And he's like, a uh, an ambulance worker who's like going through a bunch of shit and these people are like taking the drug throughout the city and they keep finding them and there's all this weird shit when they find the bodies. So it's kind of this mystery and then his kind of journey as well. Interesting. So highly, highly recommend it. It was very entertaining, very good. 
Um, came out in 2019. Yeah, we can chat about it because the way, well, again, mm-hmm. how it all kind of unfolds and what everything is would be interesting to talk about to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, maybe we could do probing deeper yeah. for it. Because my wife, she loves that TikTok. Uh, but she can just, she'll just plug in stuff. And it's like best kind of this or that. And like all these videos, you know, TikTokers are like, here's the best things on Netflix if you like this or Hulu like that, you know. So just out there hunting down more and more content because, yeah, not having cable is great, but it's also like, okay, how do we find? Right. Because <laughs> uh, those algorithms, especially Netflix, only push so much. And it's just like, yeah. 20 rows of the same thing anyway yeah, so so much netflix is so full it's so full of relative garbage for the individual because they pack it to try to appeal to have enough to fill the algorithm for every kind of viewer that is right 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 and it just makes it a mess to fucking wade through but yeah they, they still do have i think the best interface user interface of all the oh yeah yeah no hulu sucks like i can't tell oh, you how many times God. like hulu <laughs> locks up and then loses my place yeah. in the show or movie yeah. It's not even on the continue watching. So then I have to like go hunt it back down. That drives me fuck. I'm like, bro, we were just watching this show last night and it is now buried literally 11 rows down. Like, why is it not like the first or second? Fuck sure. Yeah. I don't know why they, if they're paying for space, great, but, or have a fucking tab on the left. That is your, you know, I I think they're trying to grocery store it. Like, oh, well it's the meat and potatoes. So people will get to where they need to. Uh, speaking of that there's a colostrum di- documentary exactly yeah that's, it was pretty wild <laughs> uh we did watch a documentary as well on the guy who like runs one of those he runs like the most extreme haunted house which is basically a torture house oh yeah yeah um, heard of that yeah, yeah and that was on hulu it was kind of interesting as well where he just he's not like an smn sn snm he's not an m&m yeah person yeah hey, second ends got a scary house yeah it's wild um but he's like borderline a psychopath mm. but hasn't really killed anyone but it's like <laughs> he's one of the people like in a documentary that like once they make their first kill mm-hmm. he would probably keep going but he I just guess. loves the fear and torture and it's one of those bullshit things where it's like i'll give you twenty thousand dollars if you get through my Oh, haunted yeah, house yeah. but it could last over eight hours so there's never an end so no one ever fucking gets through it so it's just feel, this asshole yeah, i feel like i have i haven't watched that documentary but I, there was some segment of yeah. some show that featured him yeah there's been yeah like my wife was saying i'm like yeah i think there was something yeah they d- covered this to a certain extent before yeah, yeah. it might have been a ghost adventures episode where they yeah. where they investigated one of the places that was that and they had clips from it because it's like the same production co- i don't know some because he did it at a farm and then kind of got run out of town yeah, yeah and now he just yeah. does it in his backyard <laughs> like Which it's, so it's all done up but it's just funny like i'm just thinking of like a well they're not even like scary looking haunted houses it's yeah. literally a torture room where it's like all dark and you're in like a fridge or like a mud pit yeah it's like saw basically exactly exactly so so uh Shout out to yeah. Saw 10 just came out, I guess. <laughs> I hate friend. those movies. I watched That's one. Awful. I'm like, I'm never watching any of these. Because like Saw 5 was already out. I'm like, okay, they're never going to find this fucking guy. It's never going to end. <laughs> it's just a gross out, dumb gore movie. Yeah, so. I wa- yeah, I watched the first one and and then hated that for like the next four years, every horror movie was just a body horror, torture yeah. porn movie. Because uh, I think I watched that movie Hostel, which I was just thinking about the other mm. thing too, which was disgusting. Yeah, I don't think I ever. I but yeah, that was like Human Centipede, Hostel, Saw, yeah, like all right. that stuff was like the same time. Yep. 
But um, yeah, and then just get ready for spooky season. But I don't think we have too much, uh, too many more Halloween plans coming up here. So we'll do the casting out of candy, of course. How are you, Joey? How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm I'm tired. Feeling pretty good though. Um, I uh, went to my first client meeting on Friday at my internship at the the homeless. Uh, I mean, calling it a homeless shelter isn't isn't accurate, but PC it's a, a nonprofit to. Um, and went to the house where all the groovy people are. Yes, <laughs> uh, but no, this was an in home visit with an individual client who. Um, who was not homeless but needed to get out of uh, wants wants the agency's help to get out of a an unsafe situation to a new safer place. But uh, but yeah, it was you know like you go there and you do all this intake stuff. They have to fill out like you know uh, twenty three pages of forms and stuff like that um, to kind of kick everything off. And uh, but it was a cool experience, um, and I felt much better walking away from that. Uh, I didn't have that pit in my stomach that usually can only be filled with pizza or pasta um that i would always have at my corporate jobs because it's like this is i feel like other than other than when i was doing i mean i've had multiple jobs i guess i would call honest work but my corporate career is almost never honest (laughs) what i would call honest work and so it feels nice it feels more aligned with me with my own kind of morals and ethics to um to do something like this. So I don't, I don't, I mean, again, this is only like my first couple clients, but, um, I I'm, I'm stoked on this internship. I probably won't want to do this exact kind of work forever, but the right. whole point of my, my, um, master's degree program, this, this foundation year of the two year program is, uh, specifically to just say, Hey, this is the world. This is every aspect of the world of social work. And so they try to find an agency or agencies that, uh, can expose you to all all that kind of shit or as much as yeah. possible. So, and I'm very lucky to live in a well populated area because there's some people who are doing this online program and they live in a town of 800 people and they have to mm. drive 60 miles to their internship just to a city <laughs> back yeah. and forth, you know, because that's the closest place with some sort of social work, you know, what well rounded yeah. social work as you know aspect to teach somebody. So, um, but uh, and then yeah, it's kind of midterms time uh in, and i'm on the quarter system so uh it's it's very busy right now i think i've written what was that 20 well t- 20 plus yeah so 38 pages in the last uh 10 days just for one of my classes between two projects yeah. but um cool projects to have had done but uh and i'm also very thankful that the writing part is easy for me but when you're doing research topics and you have to have sources and cite them and they like, Oh yeah. It's the organizational aspect. Cause even reading the research isn't very tough. It's the reading it enough to know, okay, this is good enough for me to put on my short list of ones. I'm actually going to quote and cite and use, uh, or interpret, uh, and then just setting it all. You know, if I, if I could just fucking sit down and start typing what I felt, you know, like, or like a short story or something or editorial, I could write 18 pages in literally two hours, you know, just if it was, right. you know, I was passionate about, but, um, but yeah, these definitely take, I don't know, anywhere from 10 to 15 hours uh, of the actual writing part, um, just because you have to, you got to slow down. You got to, you got to put this quote here. You got to do this, you, gotta, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. Well, it's the opposite of a Wilcock or Billy Carson type document because you have to have, here are the sources. Here's yeah. <laughs> not just the link, but then all the content in that source and the exact areas you're quoting. And it's not just, well, yeah, 
people are saying like like Wilcock in this thing. Oh, the, and that's proven by science that you can like connect emotionally and drive change. Or I don't. It was some insane always, thing that I'm like, please tell me. He knows too, or he works with too, and I'm like, okay. yeah. <laughs> please tell me where that is. Uh, again, not that I need any more reason to love Anthony Peake's work more, but um, as I I watched his um, uh, one of his latest you know things that he posts on his YouTube channel and. The guy, the guy on there, he's the guy that wrote like a DMT experience book. Yeah, it was his, it was his newest uh, episode on there. But um, he's like, he's like, I don't really have a lot of social media. He's like, I only really just started social media to promote this book. But he's like, but money really isn't the like making a profit off the book isn't really what I need. I already have a job. I don't really care. He's like, I just want people to read it and be able to have access to the information. Yeah. And uh, and Anthony Peake specifically mentioned he's he's like, oh, of course. He's like, that's what's so great about the kind of group we're forming here with, with uh, this show and these conferences and whatever. He's like, because we're not in it for the money. He's like, it's like, we can leave that to like David Wilcock. And he said something <laughs> like, and David Ike, like the Davids. Oh God. Yeah. Who are just these scumbags who stoke conspiracy theory. Nonsense to nonsense. <laughs> None. I'm into nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know family creations. The other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, which just means you're because you're not you're non-related. Yeah, I was gonna say just a normal person. I met a stranger. <laughs> or I guess it'd be outcest instead of incest. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I have a sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, it's you know it's it's nice to to hear that world of people who who technically guys like Anthony Peake suffer the most from guys like David Wilcock because people lump them into the same. New Age section at the bookstore, or right. uh, or New Age section on uh, Amazon or Audible or Kindle or like whatever, and uh, or even tags on podcasts and things like that. You know, so the podcasts <laughs> all about the fattest of ass white girls. But uh, um, anyway, but uh, yeah. So back to how I'm doing. Uh, other than that, very excited. We got very good news today. Um, very thankful. We got our genetic test back and all three embryos that we had genetic tested that were viable are all uh uh good slash excellent quality oh good so, congratulations thank you um we're still gonna go through another round um because ultimately we would like to have two kids and they say four four embryos you can almost guarantee that at least you know 50 50 have yeah because work 50, yeah exactly and um uh and so yes we're gonna start another round pretty soon here we're starting this other stuff called lupron first which is gonna try to get all of the follicles more symmetric off the bat this time because sometimes you have, you juice up you juice up your good lady wife or baby mom or whatever to get the um uh and this is for the audience i know you know this but you juice it up to uh uh get more than one egg growing you want to get a shit ton of little uh eggs growing but in this case, uh, which again, we lucked out in the end of it, but there was a, like a good chunk of them that were growing slower or faster than the others. So you want them to grow all at the same time. Yeah. Apparently this Lupron helps do that. Or Just something. a weird even out. Yeah. So it's one yeah. of those tweaks that it's why they say like, oh, if you keep going back to do multiple rounds of IVF, which is so fucking, it's so draining, much, it's so yeah. much to do and think about. But if you keep going, the odds keep getting better. Which is fascinating because that's literally like the only fucking medical procedure that I think ha can brag, like can say about itself is like the more we do, the, other than like 
the expanse of time of medical research itself, right? Of course, things get better as you know, whatever. But like within a single patient, it's like, oh, it no, they're not going to say like, oh, we keep going back and breaking that arm and then re, you know, putting it back together in a new kind of cast. It'll, it'll be, it'll heal better next time. It's like, yeah, it's not really, you know, so anyway, bad analogy, but whatever. It's an interesting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and, Thank God, because it is not a cheap fucking process. No, that <laughs> also. Each yeah. round that you do costs many, many thousands of dollars. So, um, but yeah, it was a big, big relief for us in general. But, um, uh, and then, yeah, I'm playing, trying to finish up Cyberpunk 2077, not because I'm bored, but because Spider-Man 2, exclusive for PS5, comes out this Friday, and I'm very, mm. very excited to play that. Um, Spider-Man... 2018 and then spider-man miles morales the kind of um uh not quite a sequel but not but wait it was like 10 hours so it's like wasn't wasn't it was too big to be like a dlc pack and it was its own game you know you play as miles on that one he has the same but slightly you know he can fucking cloak and he has a little electric like electric powers and things compared to peter parker spider-man so uh and in this game you get to switch back and forth between the two of them so um very excited. Highly anticipated game. Also excited because the same studio, uh, Insomniac, that makes Spider-Man, also the makers of Ratchet & Clank, very other popular PlayStation series, but uh, they announced a couple years ago a Wolverine game mm. that's going to be rated mature. And so excited. Because uh, they, they, they are probably in like the top two or three, I mean, developers, I would say in general right now in terms of like their quality and success and whatever, but like their no matter what game they make, the gameplay is so kinetic and fun. And so mm-hmm. that's, you know, Spider-Man's cool anyway, but like playing a Spider-Man is so fun because of the kind of physics involved and the, yeah, way just the free roaming. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. All of those, even the kind of shittier open world Spider-Man games from like the PS2 era were like, this yeah. is still pretty fun to play. You know? Oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Oh, and then shout out to, uh, my wife who went to um a store called book off which i think is a nationwide oh, yeah. chain um yeah, yeah 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 no that's a classic uh sterling and other people venture there because you can find deals but they also rip people off mm. like crazy it's like a a nicer secondhand store exactly for anyone who doesn't know but, um yeah I, I remember living at i the think they were big in japan i think that's what it is they came from japan Oh, interesting. Okay. They're like a Japanese-based company. Oh, yeah, because um, a guy on on Sacred Symbols, the PlayStation podcast I listened to, he just went to Japan with his wife for like 10 days. Mm. And he's a big collector, and he talked about going to Book Off <laughs> over there. Oh, uh, okay. He didn't yeah. know it was, came from Japan, but that would make sense. He's like, he's yeah, because like, are all over the place in Tokyo. Yeah, and around here, they are, like, there's one at the Westminster Mall, which is vietnamese-based not japanese but then in costa mesa there was like two book officers that's the one sarah went to that was in the japanese market right there um, yeah the one off harbor and adams yes yeah yeah or harbor and like whatever that. anyway it's where sterling over there he lives right around the corner yes uh um, anyways but she she was very nice uh she was looking for some stuff for herself but then she ran into two uh, she's looking for stuff for me because she, she wants she like she knows that like again I want to put these other shelves up get some berserk figures um, but she was like oh if I see something cool there or whatever so she got me an old uh, I think volume three of berserk and just the normal manga form which I'm excited to look at and compare to the um, deluxe the edition book. we primarily use because I for so- something in me tells me that the the localization was improved for the deluxe edition and like the language and writing is better. But obviously to compare, I just want to see. But uh, she yeah. got me that. She got me volume one of Chainsaw Man, 
Mm. She got volume two of Chainsaw Man from the little, like a little neighborhood kind of um, take a book, leave a book kind of little thing that somebody yeah. has. And never left it. And let, you never left another one. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, she just took it and, uh, uh, and, and then she got me the hardcover version, volume one of Fist of the North Star. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we could read this. I could let Ryan borrow. We could do an extra, like a bonus podcast. About yeah, it, yeah. Since you've already read it. But because uh, she's like the two guys that were she, which she promoted No Guts, No Glory for, which is cool. There we go. <laughs> uh, and she was like, she said they were very, very, seemed very sweet, but like heavily, heavily nerdy, weeby. Oh, yeah. Um, And they were like, <laughs> uh, they were like, is he old? And like, cause she's like, I'm, I'm looking for some other stuff other than Berserk that he might like, whatever. And goes, is he old? And she's like, he's 40. And he's like, oh, oh, well, I mean, it's kind of old, but I'm 39. So it's, you know, it's not that old. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but he, he said Fist of the North Star, especially because a, cause Kentaro Miura contributed to it like a long time ago too, uh, in his early career. And then well, and I think he said it inspired him too. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, Fist of the North Star is super influential to many, uh, manga artists yeah. uh in japan but um so yeah i'm excited to read that too when i get some time but um oh and because the biggest question was because she she saw a manga called uh berserk and gluttony and she was like is this the same as berserk and they're like no don't get it <laughs> it's, a it's a feeder content yes <laughs> but uh they did have uh, one of the $500 Berserk figures there. Now, it was yeah, $500, but who knows how much it actually costs, right? And I told her, don't buy me any figures unless, like, I give you the link. Or I said, talk to Steve if you want to surprise me or something. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because that, because screwed. You don't want to get a shitty brand. Like, you know. yeah. Book Off is notorious for mostly being way, way overpriced than a good deal. A la game, like, right? It's like they're all like, hey, sell us all your used shit and then we'll mark it up. Two thousand percent, and you know, well, and sometimes they don't even know what they have, but they mark it up really high, which is dumb. When it's like, no, this is actually a twenty dollar thing, not a hundred and fifty. Very predatory because they're preying on people just like my wife, who are like, my husband loved this property. Yeah, I don't know where oh, to look. This is yeah. the finest, you know, figure that you can go to them. Yeah, yeah. Or, so. or they uh, go, well, it's selling on eBay. It's not selling. Some asshole <laughs> listed one yeah. at that price doesn't mean it's going to sell. It's trying yeah. to rip somebody off. Yeah. yeah um but yeah let's let's get back into the cock uh, <laughs> and at least for part of it i was actually uh i had my cock ing out while i oh, listened yeah. to this too <laughs> <laughs> this uh, again started off super hot i got really bored oh yeah <laughs> During most of it, because it was Never just going on about num- this much in your life, <laughs> numbers and triangles and the cr- upside down cross guy. I'm not even going to say it, but you know what? What kind of what kind of metal uh, locust can sting you and it hurts for five months? I'm not yeah. going to say it, but and I'm like, <laughs> what? Like yeah, drinking her 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 essence. That's that's the vaccine. That's yeah, a vaccine. Drinking, yeah, drinking her, um, the whore of Babylon who has 10 her head lays on 10 spikes so of course that's lady liberty that's the statue of liberty yeah. and so america was hoard out by the evil cabal to put co- yeah to fucking yeah all <laughs> the 200 years plus of the united states mm-hmm. was all a build up for this covid event <laughs> yes <laughs> like so let's try to give some let's try to yeah we'll go in order to we'll try to general we'll just try to generalize what his live stream is about which is titled 
crop circle prophecies third like just the number 31 because he said this season's crop circles yes that's um, awful. He, yeah. he says they happen every year and he can go out there sometimes whatever uh the number 31,680 and the new jerusalem so right. um that does at least you know it, he does keep it to that it's all big powerpoint yeah. or whatever um this i have never seen such a focused marketing ploy from david um, mm-hmm. and you know for whatever reason he did lay off in the last two years and part of me wants to say that um i think his his um his covid shit he made some pretty big claims with covid and vaccine stuff oh yeah well and also i think the embarrassment of QAnon. That, exactly right yeah so that that was I, what i was leading to is that the shit that yeah. he was talking about all got debunked like very right. easily so i think he just went quiet which again if you're a scumbag like him and you want to you don't want to discipline you know like like become a become a miss a man of mystery again and go behind the curtain well and or fuel the fire right yeah, right yeah. of oh <laughs> wilcock you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong right. yeah yeah <laughs> and, and, and of course like people were wondering like he would still post on twitter sometimes but you would see people were wondering, did, did David get silenced? Why hasn't he posted a video in so long? Right. Blah, 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 you know, whatever. Right. And so that, but yeah, that definitely taking that route too. too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, this, this live stream showed me how like prop, I mean, I mean, we're, we're all probably on, you know, the autism spectrum to some extent, but like how, <laughs> not in a negative way, but in, in terms of like, he's, he is almost, I think he's probably like almost savant level in terms of being able to, um, take, I mean, at this point, hundreds of pieces of foundational conspiracy theory connections over the past hundreds of years, as well as all this religious, you know, the religious text information, names like whatever like he probably has like you know i mean anthony peak says the same thing he's like he's like i don't know if i have an eidetic memory but he's like i almost never forget anything i can remember every name mentioned in any book that i've read he's like he's like i can't do it like the autistic girl who could literally right, right. every moment page like, 32 of this book this right. four lines down yeah i find myself imitating her and i'm not trying to be mean but it's just like that that podcast took so long to watch it because it was three hours in and of itself and then it was like she talks so slow and deliberately right. it's hard to get an answer out of her. And all this, it was just like, so I keep like, yeah. anyway, uh, she haunts me, but, um, yeah. Uh, but I think Wilcock is probably the same way, but he just has a very predatory, um, and, and a very predatory way of running his own brand. And he is preying upon, I mean, lucky for him, I guess, the most wealthy um, group of like the dominant American culture, like the middle aged, wealthy white couples out there, white Christian people Mm -hmm. um, who have lots of disposable income. And they tend to get deep, so deep into Christianity that they get into like new age esoteric stuff, but then they're blending it with weird alt-right conservative christianity concepts yeah it's trumpism and like all this weird shit you know it's like the george bush jr era of people who then evolved into well the government's lying and like yes it's like this conservative christian group that didn't want big government but they want the government when they when it helps them exactly 
and then yeah that just morphed like that tea party was kind yes. of the first oh, yes. group yeah, too yeah. Yeah, yeah. of like in the the glenn backs and like yeah. all that kind of weird shit where it just like yeah i don't know it's like the spiritual world collided with this yeah. alt-right christian world yeah. that, and like, tr- and trump like trump fucking saw that the entire oh yeah planet the entire country was a fucking just a powder kegs doused in gasoline doused in uranium doused, like and just fucking yeah. dropped a match right on it and knew exactly Here we go. what he was doing you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the biggest fire it's gonna be the boom uh <laughs> and these big strong firefighters they came <laughs> with tears honky, in their own thank you mr trump thank you i you know I, I'm in better shape than most all of them, but right. these guys like mm, out of a calendar, they got the the straps, the abs, everything. I, I know, you know, I got to let them do the job. But. <laughs> the straps, the abs, the faps, all of that. You see, you see any sexy calendars with the fireman? Yeah. Big money. It's big yeah. money. Big <laughs> millions of dollars wrapped up in the fireman calendar. <laughs> you see this uh, guy's 6'2". I'm right next to him, taller yeah. than I can see. Ugh. Also haunted by those, the Trump pictures of him playing tennis. You remember when those came out with like the all white, he had the little oh, white short, yeah, yeah, all yeah. white calf socks, the polo white shirt, and just like yeah. this big old butt. <laughs> As a man with a big butt, like I'm just like, it's not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to have some muscle in that butt for it to look, you know, yeah. Uh, shapely. Appealing. So, but well, uh, side note, also benefit of watching this on YouTube, the most insane ads. I yeah. I can't believe YouTube's letting this run. Like, I feel like someone should be like flagging yeah. this, like in a Russia spy scenario, like voting. They have that epic times or whatever, yeah. where it's like this, they made like a full Hollywood style movie that was like basically saying the government's out and to, to convert parents to, force their kids to become trans yes (laughs) you don't want to be a girl right and it's and it's like looks like a documentary and i mean it probably is in the sense or like a scripted film like it looks like it like it like cuts to a talking head lady the first thing starts off it's like they're telling the media is telling these kids that being trans is cool being trans is hip yeah yeah it's a blend of like reenactment stuff and then yeah the talking it's like a it's like a ghost adventures episode (laughs) yeah yeah it's um it was the most insane thing. And then they promoted a magazine that said what really happened on November 6th. So they have an yeah. actual magazine yeah. about how it's all lies, yep. photos, all these things. Like I was just like, what yeah. the fuck? The and then only, everything else was get rich quick. The but, only respite I had from the weird Christian concert. Yeah, it, it was that, that January 6th thing. I was like, cause I was in the middle of painting and I'm like, well, I can't skip this ad right now. Yeah. It was just like <laughs> a minute and a half long. These are videos that the, that, that, his lawyer didn't even have that could have uh, exonerated him. And it's like, right, right, right. Uh, like, and then of course they, at the end, it's like, this is, this is evidence that no matter what side of the political spectrum we're on, you're on, we'll change your mind. And it's like, right. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, it basically was a, uh, the guys that went in uh, the prop, yeah, the storm, the capital. Yeah. <laughs> They're not at fault and they shouldn't have been right, right. put away for 18 years. And it's like, well, yeah. I bet you that there's some sort of twist that it's like the Antifa people really there and that yeah. these were the good guys there to stomp them, but they got mm-hmm. framed or the some shit. The guy with the buffalo, the giant buffalo hat on. Oh, the shaman, <laughs> uh, QAnon shaman's that guy. 
uh, such a Howard Stern whackpacker, but uh, oh, yeah. an alt right guy, sadly. But which uh, the boys, I finished watching season three of that actually, so oh, that was pretty interesting how it kind of followed that. And they had a cute, they had the QAnon shaman at the end. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> they have that uh, spinoff show that is supposedly pretty good. Too. Yeah, I think I just like barely started that TV one or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Wilcock is preying upon. At this point, like he he isn't mixing very much anymore. He used to pretty equally mix kind of like Christian conservative conspiracy QAnon stuff with extraterrestrial stuff, with political cabal stuff. I mean, he's still mixing everything, but he is now fully framing his work to, I think, what he sees as the the only people that still don't question his authority right. um, or fucking pr- prophetic powers, I guess, but which which are the hyperplastic surgery out highly judgmental yet highly, highly Christian conspiracy theorists who are living the fucking best life in American right, right. Live, yet all they do <laughs> is complain about how people will take things from them. Right. Well, cause they're scared because they are living high on the hog. They, they can't lose that. They don't want it ripped away from them that for their hard work. They did, <laughs> uh, the essence of Huntington beach, California. See, here. see. Uh, Middle to upper middle class people who hate the rich because they're not quite as rich as them, but hate the poor because they're scared of becoming them. Too. Well, and in one of my classes, which the um, uh, basically 90% of Americans say they're middle class, yes, yeah. which is just not true. And and it was like this whole thing where they went to a full WASP event and everyone's uh, like, we're middle class. And they went to like a poor area and they're like, we're middle class. And it's like, no. <laughs> Just like uh, more recently, what's her face? The David Beckham uh, uh, documentary with his They're wife. Watching that right now. <laughs> yeah. So there's a scene because they kept they kept playing it, and Howard played her or someone. But he's like, she's like, no, we we're middle class. And he's like, no, shut up. What'd your dad drive when you were growing up? She's like, no, no, no. He's like, for like five minutes, he's like, shut up. And yes. what car did your dad have? And she's like, a Rolls Royce. He's like. All right, get the fuck out of here. They're not middle class. Yeah, come on. Uh, but yeah, but basically everyone likes to think they're meek, yep. humble, middle class people. And it's like, no, you probably are the ten percent. Maybe not that Uber Bill not Gates. One percent. One percent. Yeah. But you're that you're that ten percent that owns ninety percent of the world's wealth and stuff. Right. Like right. That, you know. So, um, but uh, yeah. So he's really, really tripling down on these this demographic of people who i'm sure like i think his whole um his i mean he had what five thousand people or seven thousand almost on this fucking live stream i didn't yeah. notice that but yeah I'm, that's a good question because they do live play the comments too. yeah and he said the count at the end he's like all right because he's like all right we're up to six thousand four hundred that's almost seven thousand and he's like and last week we were at five thousand and, and he has a little youtube um plaque behind him too that yes. you could see in yeah. camera or in frame <laughs> uh but he talked about how at the very end, before he did his peace meditation technology, uh, <laughs> um, he said, scientific studies have found that even just like last week, the kind of thing we do when that many minds are focused on that, warfare goes down 72%. Right, right. <laughs> Actually, yeah, why, why are these exact numbers? <laughs> what? Like, where are you pulling this from? Yeah, I would love to know what scientists <laughs> back this up. <laughs> uh, I would pay money. Yeah, <laughs> to that came up on Facebook memories. Recently. Oh, God. <laughs> I think when you initially posted that clip on my page or something. Mm. But, um, but, 
Yeah, so he's pandering. And so my point being, he has a lot of followers, but I would I would assume that the people that um, pay the you know the thousands and thousands, tens of thousand dollars for his retreats and his workshops and all this shit, it's it's all like what they would call in the beer world or whatever world the whale, right? It's like right. here's the one percent of your actual viewers, customers, audience, whatever, but they are the ones that buy. 10,000 percent of, of the stuff you know what i mean right so, um they're taking up all the space even though they're one entity or whatever right? yeah so uh he also had a decent amount of trolls in the live stream which i guess could oh, yeah. him for not like censoring them and calling some of them out but he just sociopathically keeps reading you know it's like all right well you know if you believe that maybe don't insult the audience though we're not <laughs> a cult, like whatever but uh but anyway so he's he's really pandering to um hyper Christian conservatives and uh and endlessly endlessly weaving in I guess I'll call them factoids or fact ish thing, you know, ideas where uh and math and things like that and always dropping that, oh, and I were I actually became a colleague of this guy and blah blah blah. Right, right. Um of all of these like scientists and mathematicians um who basically broke down what crop circles are actually trying to communicate. So this is kind of the first act of this two hour thing. What crop circles are trying to communicate, which ultimately crop circles tend to be a tetra tetrahedron um, shaped or tetrahedron esque shaped design that is actually reflecting how photons are actually the building block of everything in existence. Like they are, they are kind of the information theory kind of thing. It's photons or everything, which to it's, it's like all good conspiracy theorists. There is, there are grains of truth in all of the things he claims. So like photons have very recently, which he probably pulled from, uh, it was always theorized for decades and decades. Like Einstein fucking said it, but like photons or literally everything is just the same as everything else, but it's vibrating at a different frequency, right? Like yeah. energy that is slower or faster, the slower you get, you get more meat. The faster you get, you get more light. So yeah. um, there's a t-shirt for it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, which could just, you know, make somebody think of like someone running from a rapist or something. Right. Like that. <laughs> you get more meat. <laughs> Out of a cave, you know, but uh <laughs> The faster you are, you'll see more light. Um, Was this Hellraiser or something? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but he, there isn't much to go into on the first act um, because yeah, it's just triangles and numbers over and, and over. He's he's just he kept saying, talking about Salvador Dali drawing yes. atoms and stuff. Yes, he he said like so. The uh, long story short for this first act, crop circles are either extraterrestrials or extraterrestrials could be aliens or interdimensional, whatever he, he hits all of the possible um, yeah. ways that an extraterrestrial could be defined and says that they are, this is how they tell us the build, like the shape of the building blocks of the universe. And so, yeah. um, sorry, I'm adjusting the little thing. Here. Yeah. No now no in the chat and I fucking missed the chat. Sorry. Um, thank you, Blard. He says that it's a, a bang up episode so far. Oh, great. Um, oh, and he sent us a link, uh, from the dailymail.co.uk and in the URL, it says, uh, unusual statue featuring frontal depiction of a man 
holding phallus hand discovered near Mesolithic Temple, Turkey. So mm. I'll have to read that later, but thank <laughs> you, Lord. Um, but, um, but yeah, crop circles are tetrahedrons and some scientists that he keeps uh, glomming onto. I'm, this guy might have done the work, I don't know, and wrote, written a book or whatever, but, but Wilcock is definitely glomming onto it in a weird way, saying that this tetrahedron structure is uh uh the built you know how photons are actually formed and and therefore are the 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 universe is literally just one big tetrahedron like that is the shape of the universe and he kind of says the same thing of like holographic principle like there is no outside of your consciousness it's all just projected into this shape of it like so he's adap- again adapting even the latest quantum physics stuff mm-hmm. to his conspiracy right so uh and of course his his um he's consistently saying I did something. I recorded something about this back in 2010. I wrote this in a book in 2001, like just saying I've been <laughs> at the, the forefront of all this forever. And, uh, Oh, thank you. Bart 11 subscribed with Twitch prime. Just, Oh, like there that. we go. But, um, the second section about 30, 31,680 isn't really a second section. It's the boringest part because all he's doing is showing more crop circles and a talking about how, this could be seen as Jesus on the cross. Okay. Right. right. Um, because ultimately the, the crop circles are all their tetrahedron he, hedrons, which all of the angles of the triangles in a tetrahedron add up to 31,680. So that's where the number comes from. And then somehow that number is linked with stories in the book of revelations about the new Jerusalem. So somehow this was a code about the new Jerusalem coming. So that's ultimately how he's linking the whole fucking thing. But, um, but yeah, this number, he, he fucking, it's probably 40 minutes of him going through images and saying, now look at this one. Okay. Look at this one. It's like this and look this and look at these triangles here. Look at these angles here. And the, and these angles, of course, what do they add up to? You got it. 31,006. And it's like, okay, like I guess. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, the Salvador Dali thing he touches on where, Salvador Dali did have a series of like non um, uh, surrealistic paintings. They were like his kind of Christian phase or whatever. Right. And, um, uh, and he did, you know what? Even though it's still kind of weird stuff like that. Yeah. The drawing of the atom and things like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he said that um, he, that Salvador Dali also in his vision where he drew that, whatever that famous painting he was talking about in this, in this live stream a bunch was that he saw this tetrahedron or he saw an atom and it was a tetrahedron and it was the shape of everything or something that's right. And so he just keeps going back to Dolly and saying, basically talking about how Dolly is part of this thing or whatever with now the big, the big, um, Uber conspiracy stuff he keeps touching upon is the cabal. Right. And then, and as he moves to the new Jerusalem part, he starts talking about how, and this was like my favorite thing shit that he was uh, prophesizing about just a few years ago because of COVID or a few years before that one, like even in the height of the ancient aliens, you know, success that he was in or uh, episodes he was in and his, his visibility on guy and all that stuff. He fucking, cause he was doing all the doomsday stuff that this fucking yeah. uh, earthquakes are going to happen. The solar flare thing. That was another thing that he prophesized about 2012, big solar flare going to destroy the earth. Right. Nope. That happened to our neighbor Proxima Centauri and said, because we changed reality. We changed our future because we did the teachings of Michael and we changed our consciousness to be a little more 
you know what? And it's like, okay, great. So yeah, you were he's wrong. like a, in mission control going, we did it. Yes, exactly. Like, yes. His whole thing is, yeah, we made the asteroid miss the earth. He's a hundred percent wrong in his prophecy. And, and to the, and, and I've never heard this before, but he talks about how the new Jerusalem and the book of revelations, he's like, man, it's like, it's like watching a documentary, the book of revelations, huh? Like it just seems to be right about everything, which literally every generation of, of ever of any Christian has thought the book of revelations was about their fucking lifetime, you know, which is right. 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 Happening right, right now with my family. Um, oh, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and, and they're the most kind of depressed, cynical ones, the most right. nihilistic ones. And of course, I tell you, man, with all these fucking earthquakes <laughs> and hurricanes and tornadoes. Um, but he literally makes the excuse that, and it's a way to say rah, rah again, everyone, the time, like Michael's prediction that, um, uh, and the book of revelations prediction that the that earth, a bunch of earthquakes will destroy the earth, will destroy most of humanity. We, we dodged that bullet too, because in the, I mean, since COVID we've all had such a spiritual awakening that's now happening in another timeline in the chaos. Timeline. Oh, right. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> I could not, I could, I mean, he's trying to say, oh, we changed our destiny and whatever, but it's like, but again, then, and he, he gets out to, of that timeline, not change. Why does our, like, how are we the lucky ones? Whatever. And how do you, it allows him to constantly get to reap the rewards whatever the fuck they are. Um, and just Which, be right all the time. Yeah. You know? And that reminds me of a meme I saw, I think today where it was like, imagine you're just sitting on the couch and like out of nowhere yourself and like some futuristic person or angel appear and point and say, this could have been all of you. And then just disappears. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you're the timeline. They're trying right. to, avoid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he, he gets to sit there and he gets to sit there and say, uh, I was wrong, but I'm glad I was wrong because I was one of the people saying we needed to change the way we did to avoid that timeline. So it's like, oh, so you get to take credit while being wrong even too. So, um, and again, no, I wouldn't care about it if he didn't say that he is a mouthpiece for prophetic for prophecies. Right. 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 So, uh, these are his claims, right? So, uh, he then is doing an interesting thing where now, because of all the stuff I just said, the new Jerusalem, he's like, and I mean, he makes a good point. He's like, everyone in, that reads the book of Revelations just focuses on all the destruction and the rapture and all this stuff. Uh, but the last couple pages are all about, and because of all of this, a new Jerusalem will become the whole world. Like, a, the world will become a new holy land, right? And right. Like heaven on earth, right? And so he's focusing on that part of it and basically saying, we did it. We have elevated our consciousness so that we don't have to get punished or get all the bad stuff or like we're, we're not bringing that negativity with our quantum consciousness or whatever to us. And, um, so don't worry after some, some date in 2025, cause that's what Michael said is said it's, is when it's going to happen. The new Jerusalem will come, uh, as long as you make it like the rapture and the whole, you know, the left hand of people that the, the extent of the left hand of God, they're abandoned from him forever. And they'll live on earth with the beast who's going to just destroy them and whatever be hell on earth, whatever. And then the right hand of God, you get to come up to heaven with him and you know, whatever. So he's like, that's not gonna. He's like, we're all, we all made it. You know, he's like, if, if you're here now, 
you made it right. So we just have to last as long as you can last till 2025. That's when it's going to happen. And so, which he, he kind of throws in that he thinks that that is because the intelligence agencies are also saying between 25 and 27 is when all of the, or our buddy, our buddy, um, thank you to Bobandi who sent a clip of our buddy that we met at contact. I can't remember his name, the C, the former CIA agent that talked to us at the bar mm-hmm. last night. Um, it's it's Podesta or not Podesta. No. <laughs> oh God, no. Um the reason the reason that uh Wilcock left Ancient Aliens because they had John right, right. But um but uh it's the only picture like that you can see of him where he has headphones in front of a microphone, whatever that show was, what we yeah. had this clip of, and he was saying that basically all the intelligence agencies know that in 2027 is when these intelligences have said they're going to reveal themselves in mass to the whole world. And so yeah. to be ready. And so then what he's like, I don't know what be ready means, but if we're not, uh, I can't imagine yeah. it's going to be good for us or something too. I know, but Wilcock is playing on that kind of stuff. Too. John Ramirez. There we go. Thank you. Right. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so Wilcock is, is, is playing on that, but in the sense that he, he, this is actually like a big feel good session. Like, like this, this whole thing is a big feel good yeah, um, you know, yeah, hey, there's not a ton of doom and gloom or anything. It's just like, here's all this crazy stuff. And then like, I guess maybe it's later. He starts saying all these words add up to the number. Yes. yes. Which got very confusing to doing like half ass uh, Kabbalah numerology stuff. And it's like, okay, dude, like, you know, you yeah. know but also you sure you want to do that? Because a lot of these Christians not, they're not very pro Semitic. I'll just say, but, right. um, but, uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he, he, he's, he's making, he's kissing everyone's ass and saying, we did it. We, we averted doomsday basically. And yes, it's going to be a big, crazy change, but, uh, but it's going to be good afterwards. It's going to be a paradise. It's going to, the cabal will fall. Um, and, and he even says like, he's like, Hey, and you know, the cabal even existing, like I was happy that they didn't. And another covering his ass thing. Cause he's had so many, um, like the COVID thing. He was like, he was saying that, that this is going to be the event that calls out the cabal, like names them and people will kill them or they'll kill themselves or they'll get executed or tried in, in for, for, you know, go put in prison or something like that. And it didn't happen. So now he gets to say, I'm actually glad because the events that the cabal has been putting in, in place have been the motivation for us to change our conscience. And it's like, okay, so again, anything that's happening where you were clearly incorrect, you get to put yourself at, as the, as the as almost as if you're like the trickster element in this right. pushing humanity forward and whatever you know and so and that's where his grandiosity just starts getting the better of him yeah and uh and thankfully again i, I shout out to wilcock for at least saying letting the guy in the, in his chat that said oh you guys are all a big fucking cult or something like that there's a couple other trolls in there too but uh you know not that yet i mean we're we're critically breaking it down and I guess being mean, but I'm not being mean for any reason for just for no reason, you know? Yeah. Now yeah. I will be mean because he is a douchebag who preys on people. Cause we barely talked about his appearance <laughs> and his appearance. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Purple don't, baby. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm wearing this purple. And cause he, and he said something else happened with uh, the color purple very recently. And I, is he talking about like, the Israeli Palestinian war. That's going on. No, he so said, he said it specifically. I thought, and now I can't remember. So he's like, someone also wears purple. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I guess I am too. Victoria Beckham. Yeah. No. Some, yeah. <laughs> purple. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have in my hand. Um, but, uh, 
but yeah, so anyway, he I was dying like when he when he came on screen. God, I wish mm-hmm. no, when he shows up on screen, he doesn't look like he's gotten like like lost any muscle. Like he looks like he still is working out or something, but his head looks like it's gotten bigger and bigger. Like right. Like even I don't know what it was, but that that weird clip that your brother sent the day before yesterday on our thread where it was like the we're going to be such cool parents and our kids will be so stout. Whatever that artist that did that, like his head looks like mm. those guys. It like, it's like a weird <laughs> cartoon Trump, like, fa- like almost like if a Mike judge character existed in real life, you know, right, like, right, right. Look like like a Beavis and Butthead style face. But, um, he, his hair is like, I, I mean, his hair has never been wavy or crimped before. Cause it's kind of half wavy, half crimped almost as if he right. like had a perm and let it, like just yeah yeah it's like a, a thing like yeah. well that's what i was saying i i posted on the story but he does look like beetlejuice in snake form because he even has the wispy blonde hair like beetlejuice in that oh and the five head like oh my yeah, god yeah. yeah it's like it's so intense and he's you know he's got big eyes and everything and the, the teeth the chompers are very prominent and I think his skin is getting his skin looks bad. Oh, he's getting old for sure. Yeah, he's getting old. He looks he looks like he has had a very stressful few years. Like right. he looks like in the past five years, he's aged 15 years. Because if you look yeah. at episodes of Ancient Aliens that were filmed in 27, like his last appearances, he looks fucking 15 years younger. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Even when we saw him, yeah. Just yeah. thinner, better skin, all that. I think COVID depression stress yeah. everything is just like added up and he just yeah can't he's he's not holding up well he's he's someone that i actually would would say without joking is like a suicide risk like i do not like something will happen i i don't know what you know again like we're we're pulling together clues um from his appearance on different podcasts and shows whatever over there where he's talked about he's like yeah my dad is like was like a big executive producer in Hollywood or like, you know, he's clearly yeah. a rich man. Right. And, and very narcissistic, which can happen a lot with spoiled people. Right. Yeah. But who were raised in kind of a toxic way while having very, very wealthy parents. But, um, he, he clearly needs a lot of attention all the time, whatever, but some, yes, yeah, something, he looks like ill almost, you know? And, uh, and, and man, he, yeah, there's a lot of COVID and, inoculation anti-vax inoculation talk here oh yeah yeah um and and again like like i am all i will always say no matter what not about like efficacy and stuff like that but the vaccine the whole um rolling out of it and the information of it made available to the public was was shitty it was very bad like the market yeah, yeah. i mean it was all real time never had happened before the marketing so, of the yeah. vaccine was like the worst ever right and it's like if you would have just made information available to people and been truly honest saying we are pretty sure this will do this right like be honest because most people even the mask thing right where it's like well we just want to make sure they didn't do a run on masks exactly yeah and and it's like you guys fucked up and and you you destroy you know the the government destroyed their own uh any trust they had built up about it at that point right the cdc you know that the cdc is fucking uh brand is fucking ruined forever basically because of this and so yeah uh, so yeah, it's like whatever you believe, one hundred percent agree. The government did a very, very poor job at educating people, at letting people know what was going on. Like the fact that like 
when they fucking, I mean, and they probably did it because they fucked up so bad, but when the, when the Paxlovid medication came out, like the, the Tamiflu equivalent, right? Where, okay, okay, you got COVID. Now you can go to the doctor and get this treatment that keeps it from getting really bad, right? Great. Um, which again, oddly enough, lots of anti-vax people were totally for that. And I'm like, but that's another right. new drug that is. Well, yeah, they all want the horse pills and things. They're like, they'll take all this other shit. Yes. That's not <laughs> for COVID specifically um, over a vaccine. But even that, like the fact that then that was not like advertised or, you know what I mean? Like that people weren't shouting, yes, this fucking medication, you know, like <laughs> all, and so many doctors were like, I'm not going to prescribe it because it hasn't been tested. For it. It's hey, like, just get on prep and go live your yeah, life, guys. Okay. Like, that's all like, that matters. Guys, you lost the doctors, you know, the doctors yeah. were supposed to be advocating for you too. Right. You know? Right. And uh, I mean, there's doctors that fucking prescribe it too, but like they weren't, they weren't going out of the way going, oh my God, this is amazing. It's had really problems, like whatever, you know, but so yeah, uh, but to 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 say that the whole thing was a conspiracy by our own government, like just like saying nine eleven was our own government, like, right? Like like um, he's just throwing that in there, you know, because he's he's talking about in Revelations when it talks about the seven angels of God bringing various types of basically plagues or whatever, and the last one is all seven of them open up their vials and it's filled with God's wrath. I mean, there's multiple vials before that and whatever too, but. He's he's tying it all with the whore of Babylon, which he thinks is Lady Liberty and all this stuff. Yeah. So he's like, and he says all this shit, and he's like, I mean, I mean, I, you, you can't really deny that that's the inoculation. You know, it's like okay, I mean, and we also have to remember that, like I said before, like Steve said many times, every generation of people of human beings goes through existential crises that make them scared of the future. And many people then go back to their religion and, and Christianity works great. And, and, you know, cause it's got all sorts of apocalyptic shit. Uh, and it's the, it's the number one religion that says, no, we're the only correct religion. All the other religions like, right. no, we're all about really about getting enlightenment through yourself and your relationship with the divine, not saying we're everything, you know, but, um, but, uh, also funny that they never even care about, they're not threatened by Christianity because they're like, you know, we're like 3000 years older, right? The Hindus and the Buddhists are like, we're like yeah. been around a lot longer than this Jesus guy. But, um, but, uh, Wilcock is preying on the generation that he's alive in being scared of the future. Like you were saying, especially the middle-aged older wealthy people who are scared of losing it all. Yeah. They're going to be the most susceptible sadly to this, you know? Yeah. And, um, uh, it would also be interesting to like look at the education level of those people because a lot of them got rich off of like building a blue collar business, which doesn't mean you're not educated. But I'm saying like it's like you would think that there'd be a lot of pushback if it was a lot of what you would call like white collar intellectuals or something like that. You know what I mean? But even then, it's like some of those scientists and white collar people are the like gnarliest Christian like group people. And That's it's true. weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean, David David makes it so that he can win no matter what. Oh yeah, yeah. But there, I definitely like. I'm trusting my gut on this one. Like he, he looks haggard. He looks stressed. He lo he looks like he has actually spent two. As years I said, I'm over a million dollars in debt, and <laughs> uh, and 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 so sorry. And I I uh I was, you know, uh I think I. I was washing one of my brushes or something. So I think I missed the very beginning where, what was he saying 
that he's owed back. What board of directors is he on that he's owed back payments for? Yeah, it's it was some company which no, no, I don't think it was Gaia. I think he's like on. It might be his company that's trying to like start oh, the hover car thing, the hover car company, government, whatever. Because like my back payments for being six years on the board. Because at first I knee jerk thought Gaia, but I think it's either the company he's a part of with these cars or some other company altogether. Which which. It would make sense, kind of, if it was like a tech startup that got a bunch right. of you know, venture capital funding. But sometimes part of the deal is like, but you're not going to actually see this money until you hit these miles. Right. So if they actually, these government contracts, if they're real, come to fruition, then he'll get paid and yes. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, that's the other one is like, oh, but don't worry. My company, he keeps calling it my company. <laughs> yeah. Is, is going to be right there to help with... Um, uh, cause he, he talks about the, uh, Michael in his prophecies talking about a war between Palestine and Jerusalem. And it's like that maybe sadly, that's like one of the easiest prophecies you can make. Right. <laughs> like right. right. Another battle between already Palestine happened and, and yeah, yeah, no stop and sign. Pretty sure bet. But, um, uh, but he, he says he then went into this very weird tangent that comes back a lot where he talks about how the the metal locusts that have these stinging things like so those are jets right and right. these missiles right that are, you know like like these things that sting I mean last for five months or whatever he then talks about how, and I don't know if they're the same thing because he won't he won't confirm and he's like what does that sound like is right, right. he says all the other world powers except the U S have missiles now that can blow up an entire aircraft carrier. And I'm like, isn't that? Why just- would the U.S. not have that? Yeah, exactly. Like, and he's and he's like, we don't have that, but our or he's like, my company though is helping the government. We have contracts with the government to help with that. And I'm like, you're you're full of shit. No, the U.S. Like, is like so twenty years shit. ahead of most yes. any other country. Exactly. You know, and so, uh, and I'm like, I'm also like, blowing up an entire aircraft carrier doesn't actually sound that impressive. I feel like, like, I feel like we've seen that in like a fucking Steven Seagal movie or something. Like I know we haven't, but it's like, <laughs> well, for like a single missile to do right. everything, well, a single missile that isn't a nuke, I guess. Right. But I'm like, but then I'm like, well then wouldn't you just use, I don't know. Like yeah. why is that? Why, what's the difference shooting two? Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just shoot 10 fucking missiles at this thing and blow. I don't know. Like, it's just like, do you also need to blow the whole thing up to sink it and fuck? Right, up? right. Can't you just get like, yeah, critically damage <laughs> and not maybe massacre everyone? Right. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, just take it out of commission, right, and whatever. But uh, that was very strange. I mean, this this whole thing, all of his presentations have tangents and things that, and that, and again, the as we've always talked about with him, he is the master of making it all sound so casual and so matter of fact. Which, which, like that, ultimately is the essence of what makes someone a douchebag versus any other kind of right. insult. It's like this guy's a douchebag because he acts like the fucking shit that he's claiming that he's into or can do or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, so I totally, you know, I fucking like. I mean, I hit like yeah, my fucking like eight foot, you know, max jump height like last week. You know, it was it was, it was whatever. Like I was kind of going for eight and a half. Like, it's the casual presentation, right, of, right, right, of some sort of accolade or. Uh, or it, it's humble bragging, right? I mean, that's all it is. And so yeah. uh, that is on full effect here. But it's like, anyway, I I, I don't know what's going through his head with the hair. Um, I was going to ask you too. You said at the beginning, 
I assume that if somebody else was running his cameras for him, then he would he wouldn't he would not be able to resist talking to them because remember when like in COVID when he was still with oh no he's by himself during like this he whole, is, right like he must yeah, no hundred percent like which probably and even adds to his stress level too. during his meditation someone even called out which I'm I'm like okay yeah it's, this is it's not just me like he's running his own cameras doing changes because he is that like yes, he's, uh, almost half looking. <laughs> And and you can see him pushing all the buttons because yes, yeah. he's got his whole master studio yes. yeah, yeah. that he's running. So yeah, no one is in the house with him, at uh, least helping him. Right, right. If there know. is someone. Which which I mean, to be empathetic, <laughs> he is a human being. Like it is very sad. He it's almost getting like like Howard Hughes level, where it's like, God, you have everything. You have every opportunity in the world, and you're choosing to not really get mental health help to do all the, you know what I mean? It's just, it's like, it's just, seems now, like bummer, if, you know, if I, Hey, for every single, I'd live there. Um, no, but if I had like nothing else really going on and, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, a life prior, whatever life prior to being married kind of style, I would be very tempted to pursue becoming his assistant. Oh, for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I, I don't have any real responsibilities anywhere, anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Like, can I can go where I need to disappear, yeah, whatever weird errands for him. Like, yeah, that would be like wild to do that as like a documentary, almost yeah, like yeah. goal. Yes. And yeah, just see the true back. Cause I feel like it wouldn't take that much. Oh yeah. Yeah. You could line it up. I feel like pretty yes. easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would, I would think a distant second would be Zach Bagans for me, but David Wilcock, I would be far more interested. But I think he's, and I think he's way more obtainable, right? Like Zach's like a famous movie star. Like I feel like Wilcox at such a low point in his life. He, I'm pretty sure he lives in Southern California. Yeah, he's in LA somewhere. We could go, you know, casually bump into him. You yeah. know, you, if you put enough time and effort into it, you could, you know, if you stalk him for long enough that you can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, uh, <laughs> set it all up and message him enough. Cause I'm sure most people message are either like trying to suck him off or hating him. So if you're like, Hey man, I'm local. Like, Hey, if you need AV help yeah, yeah, yeah. or just, exactly. just basic, even being straightforward, I feel like you could, uh, just being straight for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if you're just like, Hey, I run, uh, audio equipment, I'll help you when you're, you're doing your stupid fucking live streams. Yes. No, you're right. And I was, no, I was thinking being straight, but I thought like, what if he hired somebody, a straight guy, just so right. he could write straight anecdotes for like, like, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, anecdotes. I'm going to live. Yeah. Like a ghost writer, <laughs> a ghost liver, but just for, <laughs> right. uh, um, j- yeah, just so that he could, when he did talk to people or women or whatever, yeah. He just can't get his gay fantasies out of his head. At least he has some material to go through. Well, it's like in, because we just finished Seinfeld. Right. (laughs) We just finished Seinfeld when um, they tried to buy Kramer stories from him for What's His Face's book. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. That was like multiple episodes over there, too. Yeah. yeah. Bring him late. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, Peterman wants the story. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. First biography. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I'd say skim watch watch at least the first like 15 minutes of this the last half when he's meditating and then whatever you want yeah, in between you can skip the last 10 minutes but like um but i would again what uh not again because we talked about before watch it at a faster speed you won't miss any information and no matter like there's a lot he's not a slow talker but there's a lot of awkward pausing and things like that that juicing up your um 
viewing speed really helps with that. I found that, I mean, A, for the sake of time, I don't listen to podcasts like that, but like video, talking head video content, yeah. uh, especially with my schoolwork, they, the video player they have on the system allows you to go up to 2x too. And I do that nice. every single time. Uh, and then, because I can always pause it and, you know, they have a PowerPoint going on the screen too. It's like, I'll just pause it and look at the information yeah. too fast. But, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's worth an hour of your time, even though it's a two hour thing, you know? But, right, right, right. But um, definitely wouldn't go back unless you're curious to go back to the, uh, the one from um, two weeks ago or a week ago. But, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I am glad to see Wilcock back in this, whatever his proverbial spotlight <laughs> Um and uh, just because, yeah, he's he is an endlessly fascinating character, even though yeah. I think most people have him pegged. Um, most people aren't his fans. <laughs> I'm not gay. I don't want to get pegged. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. These stories need to be better. I told yeah. you. <laughs> edit, edit, All edit. All peg trap again. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he, uh, the people that don't suck him off, I think, know exactly what he's all about. And uh, again, Anthony Peake saying like multiple times over the years, like mentioning the date. He like even says like the David Wilcox of the world who are just in it for the money and want to stir right. up woo woo new age conspiracies, you know? So, um, so it's nice that like, you know, we knew it, but it's nice to know that like other people that are actually trying to do things the right way, like to understand spirit and science and philosophy and, you know, understand them all in, uh, holistically and intrinsically. um, and citing their sources too, uh, right. giving them to you. Uh, that's real confidence in what you're claiming, right? It's saying, See. Hey, look, look, look at the, here's what, here's the shit I looked up. Uh, and, and here's how I interpret it. But if you have something else, just f- let's talk about it. We don't have to fight about it. Let's just talk about it. And maybe, maybe I'll be wrong and I'll learn something new, which is my whole fucking goal anyway. Right. Whereas Wilcock right. is doing the, you know, Christianism and scientism and conspiracyism kind of thing, where he's trying to create worshipers of those kind of religions into one thing. So, yeah. um, but yeah, that's, uh, I think that's enough. Do we have anything, you have yeah. anything else? No, I mean, I think that's all the hits. So. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that it was, it felt more organized or it just felt more focused because his other, his four or five hour live streams, there wasn't really like subsections. It just kept right. going and going. So I at least appreciate that. Too. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. Uh, and you can of course buy his Michael prophecies books at, um, what is his stupid website that has to, he's like, gotta say the, it's like the disclosure or something like oh, that. I have no idea. I want to say, um, but yeah, he's, he's got his, um, uh, his Michael books out there now. Um, let me see. Yeah. The Michael, the, if you go to the, the disclosure.com, it is his site. And he has, he has over, he has 11 hours of video. Oh, nice. Uh, with a special guest aerospace insider, Chris Beskar. Um, now, the only Beskar I know is that Mandalorian armor. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I need. But uh, yeah, uh, sorry, all seven books, uh, you can get them digitally, the Michael Prophecies and the Spirit of the Michael Prophecies, which is a new series where David... Um, reaches the most prophetic state uh, reacts to the most pr- prophetic statements from the Michael prophecies, which is basically what this live stream was too. It was a shortened version of that, you know? Yeah. Um, but before we go, I'm going to, I'm going to click buy now. These seven books, $333. Oh boy. Flat. Yeah. You picked that number <laughs> on purpose. I'm sure. Um, and, uh, what does he says? Oh, 
your definitive proof of our conscious universe and the keys to your ascension. So yeah. Um, yeah. The If you want more information and more, more pictures of a much healthier looking David, right, right. for sure. But also they are Photoshopped to shit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I hope David is okay. He started, you know what he's at? What <laughs> I couldn't put my finger on until now. He's starting to look like old Richard Simmons. Um, right, when right, right. Kind of deteriorating <laughs> and not having the pro as much <laughs> or anything. So, yeah. Anyway, we hope we hope you're okay, David. But um, uh, also stop stop being a scumbag and you know be predatory with people's old people's money. But uh, you know those wealthy people need all that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let me turn this on. Let me do this. Thank you as always for. Thank you, as always, for supporting us, for listening us, listening to us, for subscribing to us on your favorite podcast services out there or follow on Spotify. Uh, give us those nice five-star ratings, those nice reviews. Follow us, subscribe to our twitch.tv slash PokemonHNailing's Twitch channel, uh, which some of you have been watching tonight. And um, uh, 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 head over to BlackHoleSupplyCompany.com for all that fantastic merch, those disc golf discs, the disc golf apparel, uh, and uh, head over to Cape and Cal Collectibles in Fountain Valley, California for that Black Hole Supply Company shop and shop, as we say in the biz. And um, and if you're from Australia, Steve will meet you there. Only Steve yeah. <laughs> and Joey will too, just <laughs> enough lead time. <laughs> uh, other than that, thank you as always for your listenership, your support. We love you. And have a nah. Will Cock. Bye. Bye.